And we're off. We're off. And um, you can tell by the title, we'll be talking uh, the return of baseball. Then I know everyone's been waiting. College baseball starts back up tomorrow. That's right. That's right. And uh, similar to the National League, college baseball will have designated hitters. Mm. Too bad we don't have actual baseball, though. That kind of fucking stinks. Yeah, although we do have a very interesting court case taking place about Tyler Skaggs, which I have not followed up with. He, but the I, guy, I do, know, I do know that Matt Harvey is somehow involved. Yeah, uh, the guy, the Angels' uh, athletic trainer was. Uh, uh, he was. He was. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Guilty. He. He. No, he didn't plead. What am I thinking? I don't know. He was guilty. That's all I know. I was, I was trying to think of a word, but I couldn't. Um, he was guilty. I know uh, Matt Harvey was with the Angels, and I guess somehow he's facing a suspension for taking opioids or something like that. I don't know how he physically should be facing a suspension when the guy giving it to him should. Well, he's the guy giving it to him is probably going to prison forever because he gave Ty, Tyler Skaggs fentanyl. A lethal dose of fentanyl. So, it's, yeah, that's not very good. <laughs> no, it's just it's a bizarre situation. I I also haven't been keeping up with it because one, um, I don't want to say I don't care, but I kind of don't. And two, oh. that's fair. Two, I know, um, I know you're not supposed to say it, but it's fair. No, it's not that I'd like. Obviously, I care that the that the kid passed away, but. I also I don't care about specifically about this case enough to pay attention to it. Um, if the, if I had to care about every sad thing, I would be caring a lot about a lot of things. So, but um, I'm actually looking at these baseball, these college baseball. There's a couple of good matchups tomorrow. Actually, I'm kind of excited for that. Anyway, um, oh, can I bet on them? Does Bovada have the odds up yet? Mm-hmm. Because I bet I. People forget my five one and one college baseball gambling record last year. Alright. Um I I don't know how much baseball you actually want to talk about, but I have in a possible instant fire starter if you want some content. Because Absolutely. we have a group chat that is about to burn to the ground. So oh baby. I I will give you the the simple version of the discussion. Because it's obviously it's kind of gone all over the place, and yeah. there were there were a, was a bunch of background context. But eventually, what really came of this was, who do you think is a better NFL quarterback, Russell Wilson or Justin Herbert? Right now, um, Justin Herbert. Defend yourself. This is ridiculous. Defend yourself. He's do you see Russell Wilson? Well, part of it plays into because Russell Wilson was hurt a lot this year and when he came back he did not look good. Let me pull up his stat his box score. He had an injury to his throwing hand. Yeah, I know, but that matters. Okay, but he had like ten seasons before that of being one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL and now he has one injured season and Justin Herbert has yet to make the playoffs and Justin Herbert's just leapfrogging him. I don't get that at all. Justin Herbert's a hell of an arm talent, man. I'm not. I'm not saying Russell West or Westbrook. Russell Wilson is bad. In fact, there is a lot of smoke 
between linking him and the Browns right now. There is a lot, like an unusual amount. But, I, um, I, I'm at a point right now, honestly, and this so I'm so deep into this discussion that I would almost appreciate Russell Wilson going to the Browns just to prove my point that he's better than Justin Herbert, even though that would completely oh, ransack my actual interest. <laughs> exactly. I'd hate to see it. I know that. But um, <laughs> no, I think it's very close. So I think they are very close. It, if I had to pick today, I would pick Justin Herbert. One, because he's young. Two, he's incredible. He is sneaky mobile, too. That's an underrated part of his game. Um, easily one of the best young arm talents we've seen in a long time. Um, arm talent doesn't mean like quarterback, it just pure arm. Um, and Russell Wilson's 33. He's coming off an injury. And you are starting to see signs of digression from him. So, digression a word? Regression. Regression. I don't know why I said digression. I, it's close, but my my initial instinct was to say Justin Herbert, so I'm going to stick with that. Let's see if I can compare them. Okay, here's my take on it. Especially after four days ago, we watched Joe Burrow drag the Bengals to the Super Bowl. Mm. There is no way. I, I know that if we had an NFL combine of quarterbacks, Justin Herbert would be one of the most impressive talents. And I do yeah. think he's very talented. I, I definitely think he's top ten. But I'm having I'm having discussions with my friends. They're talking about, oh, it's, you know, of course, you know, Stafford wins the Super Bowl, and now all of a sudden we just forget 12 years mm-hmm. of football, and now he's a top-five quarterback in the NFL, which I, I always thought he was really good too. But there's discussions about – my friends are saying, oh, he just he just needs a few finishing touches, and he's a Hall of Famer. I just – with Justin – which those two discussions that my friends are having just have complete contradictions of logic based off of how important the playoffs are – where the playoffs are so important that Matt Stafford is all of a sudden really close to being a Hall of Famer, but they're not no. important enough to where Justin Herbert can still be a top-four quarterback in the NFL despite never making the playoffs. That, to me, is completely contradictory. But I understand, and, and I said this, I said that if we had some sort of just reshuffle the NFL sort of fantasy football draft, Justin Herbert would be one of the top quarterbacks I'd take, especially given his age. Yes. He would he might be there be with second or third, I would take. Um, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are right there. Uh, yeah, that's, that's an interesting discussion about. Would you take him over Burrow? I think I would. Oh, the only the only reason I might is because I and I, I hate to do this because I've talked about injuries before on this show, but. Joe Burrow's torn ACL in his rookie year already scares me. And he's, I know that in this fantasy football draft, we would be having, we would be drafting a different offensive line. But I yeah. think Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow's career is going to be. He got sacked 70 times this year, including the postseason. Yeah, I, I don't like that. But I don't want to act like a torn ACL in your rookie year completely ruins what you do right. eight years down the line because I don't believe that. The only instance I actually believe that is Paul George. I think Paul George, if he never got injured, he would have really skyrocketed in the NBA rankings. But I think that he was just entering his prime, and then that set him back multiple years. And then even when he did come back, it took him a little bit of time to get acclimated again. I think that is the only case that I can think of where one in even though you do come back from an injury 
I think that injury actually really impacted the trajectory of his career. Now, there are a lot of guys who get injured and it completely ruins their career and you know it instantly. Mm -hmm. But I I do think that he was able to come back, but not to his full self. So I I, I don't want to act like Joe Burrow's injury uh, completely ruins his entire future. No, Although, certainly. ask me again in a couple of years, and I I may feel that way given the offensive line he's playing behind. But it's I would bad. have to go. I would have to go with Joe Burrow. I do think that uh, Justin Herbert has a lot of talent, and th- this was another discussion that we had. Uh, who who's which receiving core would you rather have? Would you rather have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen or Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf? Oh, probably Seattle. I see. I said L.A. And I, I had one friend just, say I'm that DK Metcalf. I, I had one friend who said DK Metcalf is better than Keenan Allen, and that Tyler Lockett and Keenan Allen are equals, which is ridiculous because Keenan Allen was eight yards away from having five straight thousand yard seasons. Keenan Allen's really, really good, and I, I think Mike Mike Williams, he's kind of like a Justin Herbert because he's really, really talented. Although his production may not be top five stuff at least and again with Herbert in my opinion is not top, top five stuff until he makes the playoffs mm-hmm. and then you know hopefully wins in the playoffs wins at least one game but uh, he did have a thousand yards this year but Mike Williams is really really talented I'm going LA I, I, I think DK Metcalf is special that's why I'm going plus Mike Williams probably won't be there next year yeah, I ooh, I come to Cleveland. That one. That's all. That's what people are. That's what the streets are saying that he's coming to Cleveland. Cleveland Browns fans, did you say you don't want him? Why? Because of money. That and I think there are much cheaper options out there. Okay, well, if that's your reasoning, then I I support that because. I for you when you first said I don't even want him here. I was like, well, also, I'll, I'll, I mean, who's going to throw to him? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield couldn't throw to Odell Beckham. I hate, absolutely hate, how social media is acting like this is Odell Beckham Super Bowl and no one else on the Rams exists. I would say people are pretty hyped about Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald playing in it. I agree, but did you see SportsCenter's tweet of, like, no one can take this away from Odell Beckham Jr. or something like that? Fact. Uh, okay, that is a fact. However, <laughs> that that makes it sound like that everyone is just running some giant conspiracy against Odell Beckham. Like, oh, like, he didn't actually win. Like, they, they tweeted that out right after he won. Or, or that also makes it sound like that he won a bunch of Super Bowls previously but people were slandering those Super Bowls but now he finally won a real like I I don't understand like like Steve Young where he was Joe Montana's backup for two Super Bowls and then eventually won his own I I don't even understand how uh, it's just it's just Odell and has there ever been an unslandered Super Bowl an unslandered Super Bowl well keep in mind the era that we live in is that everything nowadays and I this is the only smart thing Michael Rappaport has ever said. He said LeBron can never be the great. I know, I know. He said LeBron can never be the greatest because these TV shows didn't exist when Michael Jordan played, and it makes sense. It's just there's it's always going to be. We got to think of what what could possibly. I don't know. I like to think that the Steelers versus the Cardinals Super Bowl had no slander, just just a bunch of success and awe and amazement. 
I'm trying to think what happened. I know what happened in that game, but I'm trying to think if anything was slanderable. Uh, you know what's slanderable is Kurt Warner being a Hall of Famer. If you go look up his career, he had he had basically a five year career with everything in the middle being a bunch of nothing. It was p- low stats and he, also being a part time starter. He got in because of his story. Because it's tru- it's a truly remarkable story, but yeah, man, bagging groceries after the arena football, and I. But really, like. He had two three-year runs, and that's it. And even the his first run was obviously with the Rams, uh, ninety-nine, the year they won the Super Bowl. He had forty-one touchdowns, thirteen picks, uh, forty-three hundred yards, two thousand thirty-four hundred yards, twenty-one touchdowns, eighteen interceptions. Two thousand one, forty-eight hundred yards, thirty-six touchdowns, twenty-two picks, and then he, I think he got hurt. He went zero and six the next year. P-U. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then he, he didn't throw double-digit touchdowns again until 2005, his first year at Arizona, through 11. and then Which is terrible. Yeah, and then 2007 through 2009 is where he had his big run with the Cardinals. So, yeah, he is – yeah, I mean, sure. All right, Hall fine. Story, storybook Hall of Famer. Yeah, is, I mean, there's no other way around it. He is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. He is a Hall of – that guy was really good a couple times, quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree. And yeah, I'm telling you, man, that's going to be Matt Stafford is that he's uh, – if he gets into the Hall of Fame, he's going to be the, the – that guy was good for a few years, Hall of Famer. And that, to me, is not a Hall of Famer. I, I don't think you have to be – I don't even think you have to be a three-time Super Bowl champ Although that would definitely convince me in Matt Stafford's case, but in my in my view of the Hall of Fame, I think you have to be somebody who was consistently great, maybe sometimes just good, opposed to a guy who was consistently good and sometimes was great. I had some of my friends suggesting, well, two anybody with two Super Bowls should be a Hall of Famer, and no. my argument to that was. Okay, so if Kirk Cousins wins the next two Super Bowls, is he a Hall of Famer? And everyone said yes. Like, no. You don't get to have just two good years, especially in the NFL, because football is such a unique sport where the regular season matters significantly more than every other sport. We've kind of, especially with basketball and the the Spurs with their load management theory and LeBron kind of picking up on that here and there and doing his own load management. We've also... And we talked about it the year where the Cavs were like a four seed or whatever, even though everyone knew that they were going to be the best team in the East come playoff time. Uh, in the NF, well, they hey, they made it. They made it to the – I know, they but they were the really play. bad that year. Hey, they swept the baby dinosaurs in the second round. The one I think seed. everyone. And a DeMar DeRozan-led team was obviously going to get swept. <laughs> they had no enough. answers for LeBron ever. Fair enough. What about uh, Bismack Biombo? He had a nice series. Uh, that was actually the year before, I think. That was, was the year we won the finals. Oh, that was 2016? Yeah, we went up 2-0 on, on the Raptors in the conference finals. Then they won the next two, and that's when Bismack Biombo went off. Yeah, he had like like 17 rebounds in one game or something. Yeah, he was he was a pain in the ass. 
Here, let's play a little blind resume. All right, here we go. Now that we're talking about Hall of Fames and quarterbacks. Now, this guy, he may or may not already be in the Hall of Fame, but he played 18 years. He finished with uh, 64,088 yards, led the league in passing twice. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, okay. Fuck you. Um, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to catch you. And I, Dude, you don't know how much, you. you don't know how many times I've been on pro football reference. I am logging so many minutes over these past few days with some of the debates we've been having. And I, I'll say this, I, I for a long time did not even understand the hype around Big Ben being a Hall of Famer because a lot of his success was really compacted into one period of time, as far as like Super Bowls go. Uh, he he appeared in three Super Bowls within his first five seasons. Like, that's Tom Brady stuff right there. And then after that, they never got back to the Super Bowl, and I was kind of like, yeah, they beat the Seahawks, they beat the Cardinals, and then lost to the Packers. Yeah, I don't think that was in his first five seasons. The the Super Bowl he won against Seattle was his second year, right? Yeah, and then, all right, so it's it's three times within his first six because it was two Super Bowl champions. So. Um, but in the, I was about to say this about Stafford and, and also this applies to Aaron Rodgers. I think that something that I've really taken into account because I think I, I don't like giving the Super Bowl just that much power because I also think that when you, when you had a bunch of quarterbacks who play 16, 17, 18 seasons, I feel like only counting Super Bowls really diminishes their career down to two or three years. And I don't like yeah. that, especially with how important the regular season is in the NFL. So mm-hmm. something I've, I've kind of taken the college basketball approach. I've become big into final fours and conference championship appearances. So that's right. something that I've expanded. And Aaron Rodgers has made it to five. Big, big Ben's made it to five. And, and five is a lot. Uh, now, don't look at Tom Brady's stats because Tom Brady's no like four, 14 or something like that. So uh, Tom, Tom Brady is quite the anomaly. But once you get once you get past Tom Brady, if you're like in the five, if you man, if you get the six like John Elway did, and John John Elway won his first two Super Bowls in years 15 and 16, so people Why had to wait weird. a long time. So, exactly. So I, I just I, I think that diminishing a, a quarterback's resume and look it's not all about winning I, I like I just said I think Justin Herbert's a top 10 quarterback because his stats and his just general talent but I don't think he's elite because he hasn't had any winning yet so I, I, I do think that expanding beyond the Super Bowl out to the conference championships is something that can also be useful to a quarterback's resume because Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers having the same amount of Super Bowls does not tell the story, I don't think. No, absolutely not. Matt Stafford, if he stayed his whole career in Detroit and he put up a couple more years of whatever he's putting up now, he would have been a borderline Hall of Famer. Just be, I I don't agree that he should have been because you can't, you can't, you can't lose the majority of your games and be considered a great. It just can't happen. But it, absolutely, and he's bo- a below five hundred quarterback. Eli right. Manning is an exactly five hundred quarterback. Like I, I can't, I can't get down with that at all. I think Eli Manning's 
especially with that first Super Bowl where they were largely considered a defensive team. The New England Patriots in 2007 averaged over 36 points per game, and in the Super Bowl they scored 14. All right, and you're going to tell me that Eli Manning somehow led that. Now, Eli Manning, I'll give him this. In 2011, he did lead that giant game-winning drive with the greatest throw ever in the history of the NFL to Mario Manningham, which – I, I, I don't know how Eli Manning, of all people, made that clutch of a throw, but it was phenomenal. And his his stats that season were really, really good. So I'll give him 2011. But 2007, I, I, I look, I think Eli Manning is going to be a Hall of Famer for two reasons. One, he, he shares his brother's last name. Correct. Two, his dad micromanaged him at the beginning of his career and told him not to go to San Diego. I think Philip Rivers could just as easily have had Eli Manning's career and likely to be better because uh-huh. the latter years of Eli Manning in New York were not very good and the latter and I, granted they were playing on two teams that were had wildly different amounts of talent at the end of their careers but Philip Rivers at the end of his career was uh, really really good barring yeah. the one year where he had like 22 interceptions I think I think that was his final year in, in LA before going to the Colts even with the Colts, made the playoffs, but I, I just think that, I, I th- especially Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers made, made the Pro Bowl in his first year starting in the NFL after Drew Brees went to the Saints. So, I really, really think, and I'm uh, we're just rambling at this point about quarterbacks and Super Bowls and resumes and this, that, mm-hmm. and the other. But I, in particular with Eli Manning, I think that Philip Rivers could have easily had his career. And if, if he only had that career – actually, I think he would have had a better career in New York. But if Phillip Rivers had Eli Manning's resume, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer because of the name. Yeah. Uh, they, put, they would have found a way. I think if Phillip Rivers were the guy to beat the 17-0 Patriots, they would have, he would have gotten in. But well, well, I'll say this. Because he's in New York, because it's just New York. And the NFC East yeah. just matters apparently far more than every other team in the NFL. Yeah. I do think if Eli Manning did go to the Chargers, that he would have won a Super Bowl there. I do think he would have, because that was prime LaDainian Tomlinson and Antonio Gates. I mean, he could have done some work, but those were some good Chargers teams. They just uh, – Rivers towards ACL and the AFC Championship game that one year. Mm-hmm. And they were always – the Chargers were always like – one year they were unbelievable, and then the next year they stunk, and then they were unbelievable again, and then they stunk. It was so bizarre. He, at his first, Philip Rivers' first year, they went fourteen and two. I think Eli Manning could have won the Super Bowl that year with that team. Let's let's, let's see. Look up two thousand six Eli Manning. Probably not great. No, because I know that I know the next year when they won the Super Bowl the next year, he had twenty three touchdowns of twenty interceptions. So I now look, he may have had a better year in year three than he did in year four, but I, I wonder how many quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl on their rookie contract. Obviously, Eli Mahomes and Roethlisberger as we and Tom Brady as we've established, but mm-hmm. I can't think of. Man, uh, I don't even Mahomes. does that count as Kurt Warner's rookie contract? I. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Mahomes, um, Russell Wilson. All right, Russell maybe more Wilson. than I thought. Uh, Aaron Rodgers would have been out of his. 
Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Borderline Brett Favre. I don't. That would have come down to uh, the fit. The did they have a fifth year option for quarterbacks back then? Did he already yeah. resign? Blah blah blah. That's I'm not even going to mention that one because that that was in his fifth year. Actually, no, it may have been, even been his sixth year. So who knows? Brett Favre. Let's see. Let's see. He won an MVP three straight years. That's crazy. Yeah, he did. 94, 95, 96. 95, 96, 97. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because they, they made the Super Bowl in 97. Okay. Um, Brett Favre, I will say this. As a uh, – I think that he was wildly fun, and he yes. had a lot of winning. Yes. But – and I, I, he is no doubt a Hall of Famer. Five AFC – or five conference championship appearances – but I'm glad that he won as much as he did. And I know that his stats were otherworldly, I guess. So the yards and the touchdowns and all that would have taken care of it. He had six seasons of 20-plus interceptions. And he had one season of 19 interceptions, which he, did, he only played 13 games. So he likely would have had a seventh year of 20-plus interceptions. He turned the ball over a ton. He had a year where he threw 29 interceptions. That's awful. That's Jameis Winston territory. Hey. Hey. Be nice. He had, oh, man, 29 interceptions. That's just a, that's just asinine. That is a they true four and 12 gunslinger. The, four and 12. Wait, was this 2000? Was this his last year? No, that's 2005. His last year, he threw 19 interceptions. Oh, well, that must have been it then. The year before. I, yeah, was, the NFC title game. That was the uh, that was Bounty Gate. Oh, that was the worst throw I've ever seen at the end of regulation. <laughs> where he threw it across his butt. That was terrible. The year before that, he was a New York Jet where they started gross. the season 8-3. and three, So they were almost like the one seed yeah. in the AFC. And then they just had a complete meltdown and went 9-7 and seven and – uh, part of the reason that they had that meltdown was because he threw 22 interceptions that year. Pretty surprise, good. Surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, pretty good. 336 interceptions is just a hilarious number to look at. He had one year as a full-time starter where he threw under double-digit interceptions, and it was that Vikings year when he was 40 years old. That's crazy. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think it's impressive, especially – to make it to the NFC title game at that age, and uh, you know if the bounty it didn't happen, who knows? Because we everyone knows that he was playing hurt that game because the Saints were specifically targeting him. Yes, and who knows? We would have had Vikings Brett Favre in a Super Bowl against Peyton Manning. The Colts, yeah, that would have been a great Super Bowl. I think Drew Brees obviously. Because of his stats, too. Because there, there are some guys who are just statistical anomalies for their era. Yeah, Drew uh, Brees like, is. Drew Brees is one of them. Dan Marino, obviously, with his. Brett Favre. Uh, I, I guess you could say, yeah, Peyton Manning. I don't know if he's uh, – yeah, we'll put him in there. Peyton Manning as well. Uh, Tom Brady, for as long as he's lasted, he's been able to pass Drew Brees and Peyton Manning. Although, I think year by year, Manning and Brees probably look have better averages. I would assume, although both of those guys definitely played a long time as well. 
So I'm I'm not trying to act like they didn't. Yeah. But I mean, all, all of these guys are getting passed up by everybody now. Oh yeah. Yeah, Drew Brees. Drew, Drew Brees does not have the winning. He won one Super Bowl. He went to one. Did he go to one? Yeah, they only made the one. Yeah. Um Could have been two, but uh, the referees missed a uh, pass interference call. That was listen. As a better of the Rams, I was I was good call, but um, that was, <laughs> that was just outrageous. I mean, he was lights out for Drew Brees from 2008 to uh, 2016. Led the league in passing yards one, two, three, four, five, six times. He led the NFL in touchdowns four times. He led the league in completion percentage three times that during that stretch. And he led the league in yards per game and five times. Like that's that's impressive. Never won an MVP, was a two time offensive player of the year. Yeah, and um uh, I think it was Adrian Peterson who won an MVP uh the year that he won two thousand eight. Or eight, well. six. Well, you know what? Adrian he wasn't, Peterson? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was um, – well, the two times he won Offensive Player of the Year, I think it was the second time. But the first one I'm talking about was 2006, which Adrian Peterson wasn't even in the league at that point, so that wouldn't make any sense. That was probably Ladanian Tomlinson. He did. He did win. Adrian Peterson did win rookie – or uh, oh, no, that is rookie of the year. I thought it said player of the year. He won MVP 2008. MVP in 2012. Okay. That was the year coming off his ACL. Yeah, so that was that may have been a little bit of a comeback player of the year built in. But he also that. ran for two thousand ninety seven yards. So. Well, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. You know, Vikings were very good that year too. What happened? Yeah, where did they lose that year? Two thousand twelve. Was that? I don't want to say Teddy Bridgewater. No, that was Christian Ponder at quarterback. Ah. Uh... Christian Ponder got drafted in two thousand. That is right. Yeah. Because it was did him. Did they not make the playoffs? Ooh, no, they didn't. I don't. But... That was that was rookie Christian Ponder, 2012. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was his second year because 2011 it was Cam Newton, then Jake oh, Locker, then Blaine Gabbert, then Christian Ponder. They had what Gross. a PU. Disgusting. See the Vikings. Cam Newton's the first Packers. half of his career saved that draft class. Yeah. Vikings lost to the Packers in the wild card that year. They made the playoffs? In 2012, yeah. Well, I guess off of the back of their the They're back of Adrian Peterson. Uh, my, fr- my friends are making me put together a top 10 list for quarterbacks as that stands Currently? right here right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Mahomes. Yeah, he's up there. I still have Aaron Rodgers above him because mm. and everyone hates this. I, I just think Patrick Mahomes' job is so much easier than it looks, and it looks pretty easy. I it, it's it's 15-yard screen passes. It's 40-yard slants. I don't think Patrick Mahomes could just – you could just drop him onto the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he would make them significantly better. I think there are two quarterbacks in the NFL – who, if you just dropped them on bad teams, they would significantly impact. It's like the the LeBron and Jordan phrase, right? Like people say LeBron could do more with less, but Jordan could do more with more. I think Mahomes right. is a guy who can do more with more, 
But I think Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are two guys who can do more with less. I think Russell Russell Wilson for a long time was playing on bad teams. That yeah. roster was decimated after they lost to the Patriots and the Legion of Boom disappeared. It was pretty much Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. And everyone knows, everyone knows that the Seahawks offensive line was terrible for a mm-hmm. long stretch of those years. Now, I think they acquired Dane Brown, Dwayne Brown at some point from Houston or whatever, but he was ancient at that point. So Russell Wilson, to me, I think is a, is going to be really high up on that list. But Aaron Rodgers, uh, I, I'm a firm believer that the Packers organization did him very, very wrong with their lack of effort and free agency and poor draft picks. Now, I know that Aaron Rodgers has – kind of gone out of his way to settle that score a little bit, although he seems to be playing nice with the Packers now, although that you know we know that wasn't always the yeah, case. Yeah. This For, morning. Frequently, frequently this, it wasn't. Yeah, this morning, he, the Bovada had odds up on where he'll be playing next year, and the Broncos for like 20 minutes were the favorites. Now it's Packers, but. Well, uh, that head coach – in Denver right now, I think he's going to have a very short leash if they don't get Aaron Rodgers because I think a yeah. large reason that they decided to hire him was because he came from the Packers. Yeah. Um, the Broncos have it right, man. Instead of just – they just go get the disgruntled superstars. Yeah, and it got them a Super Bowl with Peyton because they, they've obviously learned that they can't draft – no, they can't. They, they can't. they can't draft quarterbacks. Paxton Lynch didn't work. Drew Locke didn't work. Although Drew Locke, they, t- they took a chance on him because he slipped to the second they round. Had. So it was, it was kind of like a might as well, you know, why, why yeah. not? So I, I, don't, I don't really blame them for that. But I, uh, I got to figure out what I'm going to do with this top 10. Um, I'm, I'm going to have – dude, I'm on Dak Prescott's page right now. I didn't know. I felt like I didn't hear a word about Dak Prescott last year, but he was really good. Like 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 picks. That's really good stuff. Yeah, he's he's really good. He he completely changes the Cowboys. He makes them really good. Let's see. We got – And he also plays for an organization that has their best running back on the roster backing up Ezekiel Elliott. No, I, sw- I swear point. Tony Pollard is better. Is. I swear. Zeke is – we said it, but – um, excuse me. Um, They were going to run him into the dirt, and that's exactly what they've done because Zeke <laughs> looks – he doesn't look good. He looks so – and part of it's because he just has that appearance to him, which he's kind of done in him. He's a he's – a, Thicker running back, and he has a giant beard and giant hair. He just looks old, mm-hmm. and he is not. Is he in his thirties yet? He can't be. No way, because it says Dak here is twenty eight. See, he is. They got drafted this. He's twenty six, and he's starting to slow down. Uh, now, credit to the Cowboys for maximizing his usage. Yeah. Now, don't discredit the Cowboys because they paid him a bunch of money. I yeah they, they didn't they didn't manage that well but I, I gotta have Ooh. Dak somewhere in my top ten um, I saw oh, yeah. that I saw that my new favorite Wednesday programming uh, I'm finally watching first take now that Chris Russo is on there we had a, a giant explosion over Kirk Cousins versus oh, Dak Prescott 
Um, Dak's going to be in my top 10 somewhere. Uh, he had a really good season this year, bounced back. Now, uh, I don't know what to do. What about Him Kyler? Ver- Kyler Murray is, I think, the one quarterback in the NFL that I am actually – I actually vote and rank with emotion over logic. I think he is a complete fraud and I am uh, complete. I am absolutely punishing him in these rankings. He's uh, going to be behind Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is better. I think Kyler Murray is an eight game a week or a eight game a season player. He shows up for the first half and I'll, I'll hold his coach to the same fire because Cliff Kingsbury additionally also appears to be, I, I I don't know how to judge those two, but they're to me they're like a, a package of deal together because they came in at the same time, a rookie head coach with a rookie quarterback. So uh, Cliff Kingsbury's going to get the same rub that Kyler Murray's going to get, but right. I think Kyler Murray's a complete fraud. So I may I may have to put him in my top ten just because I may I may not be able to find any better options, which is certainly possible. But let's think about it here. Um, so let me let me get my piece of paper. My little notebook of gambling stats I have. Um, let's see. I'm going to make my list, and we can go off it. So, number one, I have Patrick Mahomes. Everyone can go to hell. Uh-huh. No, two is Aaron Rodgers. They're one A, one B. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm cool with either. I think I'm Rodgers cool is better, it. but I'm not going to waste yeah. a bunch of time arguing about. Yeah, listen. If you think it's the same way with like LeBron and Michael Jordan for me at this point, if you think. Either one is better than the other. I don't care because they're so close in my eyes. But um, so I got Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, obviously Tom Brady's out of it. Um, oh man, Josh Allen, three. I got a hot take. I got Uh-oh. two hot takes. I got Russell Wilson three. Now mm. I am I am making my executive decision that I am ignoring this past year for a couple of reasons. One, he had an injured throwing hand. And two, um, I don't think he's going to be on the same team next year. So I, I don't really want to hold Russell Wilson to last year's standard. I, I don't really want to take his performance this year into significant account because I think that he was fighting through injury. And I don't think that was a good representation of what he was before that or where he'll be after that mm-hmm. in, in large part to where now. Now, look, if he goes to the Giants, I might just – preemptively drop him to like 12 because that organization has no they're, they're just they cursed. Stink. and they they, they, dr- they draft terribly did you see that graphic that was going around twitter of their first round draft picks over the past like eight years they all eli suck. Apple, yeah. eli apple eric flowers uh evan ingram saquon barkley which is and more of an injury issue daniel jones oh, um, who's the george deandre Andrew baker Thomas. Yeah, DeAndre Baker, the corner who, um, speaking of gambling, uh, he had oh. he had a he had a poker game gone wrong, uh, mm. but they, it would be a travesty if he somehow lets his wife talk him into going to New York so they can, you know, sit on Jimmy Fallon's couch or something. I, yeah, I don't think New York's in any position to be trading for Russell Wilson right now. They stink. They are really – they're in a really bad spot right now. I think they're just going to run it back with Daniel Jones this year and just, you know, just keep adding pieces and we'll go get the quarterback later because we're New York and we can go get uh, when Patrick Mahomes requests his trade. But um, 
for I don't know, I just threw his name out there. Anyway, Mahomes, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen are my three. Four and five, I'm debating between Prescott and Russell Wilson. Um, I'll put Dak at four. Five, I'll go Wilson. Six, I'll go Herbert. He's probably going to be 10. But, um, oh, I, I, I might think that might be a little too much hate because I think that I would have had Stafford, even Detroit Lions Stafford, I would have been – I certainly would have had him above Kyler Murray. I'm telling you that right now. I may have had him above – oh, man. I, I got to figure out where what I'm going to do with Lamar Jackson. I, That's I, what I was just thinking. Because – I thought that he was overrated as an M- when he won the MVP, and he was the king of the playoff meltdown there for a couple of years. But yeah, and look, I think that he is incapable of being a pocket passer. But he, his legs haven't been figured out yet, so he hasn't been forced to do that. So I'm keeping that in the back of my mind. But I don't want to make that my entire resume of Lamar Jackson is he's going to get figured out, and when he does, he's going to suck. So I'm, I'm I I I've got to take talent, but also resume into account. You got to balance the two, and for each quarterback, you got to lean one over the other. And right. I, I want to try to be consistent, but at, you know every case is also individual. So, oh man, Stafford at ten. Be, I, I I'll say this: this is what I like about that, because I think that in both case, in both teams that Stafford played for. He his resume was kind of skewed toward the extremes in both direction. With the Lions, I think he was made to look worse than he actually was because they were the worst, they were the least talented team in the NFL for a, at least some of that time. Additionally, he played for the most poorly ran franchise other than arguably the Bengals, although I think their talent this year just kind of outmanned how bad of an owner Mike Brown is. Uh-huh. But um, with the Rams, I think Stafford went to the most talented team in the NFL. And I think there are a number of quarterbacks who could have gone to that team this year and won a Super Bowl. So I don't want yes. to overcorrect and just say, oh, look, Matt Sta- oh, this is Matt Stafford. This is what he is. He's Now that he's not with the Lions, we know that he's a Super Bowl quarterback. Well, he also went to the best team. So you got you to kind of balance out. You got to consider both. I do. So I do yeah. like that in, in, in part of your ranking. Um. Let's see. I'm trying because seven, eight, nine. I'm trying to between Lamar, Stafford, and Burrow. This really um, makes you consider just how many good quarterbacks there are in the NFL. Yeah, there aren't. And Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun, if I knew, if we knew about Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson would be four for me. Oh man, you know I'm I'm gonna include. I'm going to include Deshaun Watson in here. I, now, I will that, that's Everyone, tough I, because what's so tough about him, though, is that they went 4-12 and 12 despite all of his outstanding stats the previous year. So I don't know what to make of that because they, they stink. They he's, stunk. He's, he's kind of like Justin Herbert, though. Great stats, but they missed, they missed the playoffs. Right. Let's see. That just made my list a lot easier. So I got eight, nine, ten. Eight, nine, ten is between Burrow, Lamar, and Stafford. I think eight, just because Stafford won the Super Bowl, I'll put him at eight. 
Nine, I'm going. I'll go with Lamar. And then 10, I'll go Burrow. Just because Lamar, I know Burrow just was in the Super Bowl. I still think that's a fluke Super Bowl. They're not getting back there. I truly don't believe they're getting back there. Because that, you are not going to run into Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City falling flat on his face in the second half again. That's not happening again. Uh, You're not winning with that defensive line. If you run into a good defensive front seven, they're going to get smoked. And that's exactly what happened in the Super Bowl. I mean, Aaron Donald and Von Miller were – they couldn't – they were doing whatever they wanted at some point. And the Bengals, two touchdowns, um, one was on that obvious face mask on Jalen Ramsey. And what was the other one? Oh, Uh, it was – it was a halfback pass. I know it, oh, yeah. it was a touchdown, but it's that, like they're not getting – that defense is really bad too. If Odell did not get hurt, the Rams would have ran away with that game. But uh, you could tell when Odell went down that the Rams just looked lost without him because they're also down Robert Woods. They lost him earlier in the year, who was a big part of that offense. You kind of play that Odell kind of ish role, and they didn't have Higby. So – and Cam Akers – for whatever reason, they decided to keep running Cam Akers right into Sam Hubbard, and it didn't work at all. And they just yeah. kept doing it. it they just yeah, kept doing it. Yeah, after he tore his Achilles like six months ago. Yeah. It, listen, that used to be a death sentence. Okay, so my top ten, I got it down here. We got Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Oh man! Eleven would be uh, Tyler. This is Lamar Prescott. All right, let's see. Is there anybody who I'm? I'm not putting Jimmy G in there. Uh, Carr. I dude, I really like Derek Carr, but he he doesn't have. Does he have a playoff win in his entire career? No, he. This year was the first playoff game he appeared in. Ah, uh, then I, I I can't do it. I, <clears throat> Oh, that hurts my heart because I really want to be I, – I really want to play the Derek Carr fanboy role and throw mm-hmm. him into my top ten. Uh, but I, I can't do that, especially if I'm holding Stafford. I'm looking at a list right here of some dude's top ten. He has Lamar Jackson at 14. I got Lamar Jackson at 10 right now, and I – That's fair. 14. You have to have, like – Matt Ryan, oh, oh my gosh! Okay, I'm looking at a, a rankings on Sports Illustrator right now to kind of just kind of just to remember who's a quarterback in the NFL. Tom Brady being out of this really hurts my rankings because I could. Yes. I I don't want to admit that Matt Stafford is probably number six in my rankings, but mm. okay. Oh, he has Derek Carr at 19. Are you kidding me? That's a, ah, that's way too low. Now, now these are these. Are, this is a prediction for next year. It appears, but he, okay. here are just some notable ones: um, Justin Herbert ten, Matt Ryan eleven, Kyler Murray twelve. Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, Justin Herbert ten, Matt Ryan eleven, Kyler Murray twelve. That's Kyle, insane. Matt Ryan seems like he just got bumped up a little bit. Um, I don't know. Oh, he, here's an optimistic one. Okay. Um, 
14 Trevor Lawrence, 15 Ryan Gross. Tannehill, 16 Kirk Cousins. We don't talk – Trevor Lawrence was terrible. Like, yes, he, he wasn't was. A, he wasn't, like, rookie bad. He was terrible. Yeah. Um, the, well, all the rookies were – Zach Wilson was terrible. Um, Justin Fields was bad. He wasn't terrible. Justin Fields was bad. He wasn't terrible. I, I think that I think that's a fair assessment, but I think yeah, he Trevor, was rookie bad. Yeah, I think that's fair. Trevor Lawrence is bad. Was really really bad. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was pu- he was the worst quarter. He's one of the worst quarterbacks I've probably ever seen in the NFL. He is <laughs> Zach, really bad. I can't Zach, believe they drafted yeah. him second. Zach, Zach Wilson was like astonishingly bad. <laughs> like, he had a stretch there, like two or three games. Where it was like, okay, there, there's something here, and then it was just immediately terrible again. <laughs> Daniel Jones still looks rookie bad. Zach Wilson looks a ast- Daniel. Like, Go ahead. Yeah, I think so. All right. Let's Daniel uh, let's Jones. See. He has redeeming qualities about him. He's a he has a really good deep ball, and he's really athletic. But he's bad at everything else, which is not good. Oh, this is a. Where's it at, Baker? Uh, it has been, I was actually going to say this one. Um, so keep in mind, this was, I'll, I'll just read these names in order. So we had Trevor Lawrence, okay. 14, Trevor Lawrence, 14, 15, okay. Ryan Tannehill, 16, Kirk Cousins. I just said those three, 17, Mac Jones, okay. 18, Baker Mayfield, that, no. 19, Derek Carr, the, no. 20, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is he going to play this year? 21, Tua. Okay. This one makes no sense because they have Jimmy G in the top 15. Trey Lance, 22. Well, who's Jimmy G playing for, I guess? Washington. How about this? 23, Zach Wilson, 24, Justin Fields. That's outrageous. Well, the Jets have two top 10 picks. I'll keep going. 26, Jalen Hurts. I don't like Jalen okay. Hurts, but I like him a lot better than Zach Wilson. Yes. I like him better than Justin Fields, too. At this point in time, I should say. as Because I still think Justin Fields is going to be exceptional. With the, if the Bears can do – because the Bears are in a lot of – have a lot of problems right now. Uh, I, I don't like this at all. Okay. I don't like any of these quarterbacks, but I don't. I really don't like the order. Twenty-eight, Jared Goff. Okay. Um, Twenty-nine, Carson Wentz. Sure. Carson Carson Wentz has to be above Jared. Okay. Thirty, Teddy Bridgewater. Thirty-one, okay. Taylor Heineke. Thirty-two, okay. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones isn't the worst quarterback in the NFL, though. That's the thing. Like again, like he has redeeming qualities. There are some guys on this on that list that don't. Like Taylor Heineke has zero. I, Other I, than he, he's decently accurate. You know who I think deserves a second shot. Who? I I really believe this. And David Mills. No, he's he's actually uh, one he's spot behind Justin Fields, so he's he's number twenty five. So he's, he's considered a starter. But there's a backup in the NFL who I truly want to get one more shot. Jason Rudolph. Starter. There you go. No. Dwayne Haskins. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. 
I, I I want to give him one more shot because Where would he, go, he was sometimes really fun and really exciting and sometimes really boring and just throwing in completions left and right. I think yeah. that I, I I seriously and this is gonna this is gonna kill people that I say this because I I talked about how easy Patrick Mahomes' job is. I'm not saying he'd win the AFC West, but Uh-oh. in a division where Essentially, half of the AFC makes the playoffs. I think Gardner Minshew could still take the Chiefs to the playoffs. Uh, uh. Now, granted, I will say this: based on, I would say that for a lot of run mobile quarterbacks. I'm not saying that for. Uh, I don't know. Let, let me just find a random one. Who's the guy? I'm not saying that for Derek Carr because I, I think Patrick Mahomes' mobility is a big part of that uh, offense. Is his ability right. to scramble and then his receivers are really good at getting open once he scrambles. Mm-hmm. I I think Patrick Mahomes throws to receivers that are frequently wide open because sure. they're really good at creating separation. I I I would think very highly of Kyler Murray if he were the quarterback of the Chiefs. I I would think very highly of uh Joe Burrow would be a stud with the Chiefs. Josh Allen would win the Super Bowl with the Chiefs easily. I think even with – well, actually, I will say this. Patrick Mahomes throws the ball – at least he, at least he throws it a decent amount down the field. I know I said earlier every screen pass goes for 15 yards and every slant goes for 40 yards. There are a lot of times where he throws it down the field. I just think he throws it to wide-open receivers. So what would Lamar Jackson look like in that offense? Because Lamar Jackson, as it currently stands, just throws a bunch of seven-yard passes all the time, and they just mm-hmm. kind of march down the field throwing the ball seven yards every play. But right. I, I, um, I, I think Gardner Minshew, and he won a game this year with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Who, again, a team I thought sucked. I couldn't believe they made the playoffs. But hey, three first-rounders this year. I think Gardner Minshew, at least in a bridge scenario, I, I think he would be a, an, an interesting quarterback if all goes wrong with the Denver Broncos as far as trying to sign a big-name free agent, and maybe they don't like this draft class of quarterbacks, which a lot of people don't. Right. I, I think an interesting let's see what we got would be Gardner Minshew because I believe that yeah. Gardner Minshew – I believe the Denver Broncos have a lot of talent outside of the quarterback position. The problem is that, that their quarterbacks are bad. Yes. Gardner Minshew is – if Gardner Minshew is your backup quarterback, you're in pretty good shape as a team. I think I, that, I don't think he would. I don't think he's good enough to take the Chiefs to the playoffs. But I do. I, I think you severely undervalue how good Mahomes is. I know you think he's really good. I think you severely underrate how good he is. I have him at two, although coward. Uh, put him again, at three. I, I I was thinking about it. I was thinking because. Mm. I don't think that Mahomes again. I think he does more with more than mm-hmm. just other That's other great quarterbacks. I think Matt Stafford would be really good on the Chiefs, but I think Mahomes would be better for the Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs! I are just, good. I just think that if you put Russell Wilson on a terrible team and Patrick Mahomes on a terrible team, I think Russell Wilson is going to do better. Now that is easy to say because we've seen Russell Wilson do that, and, and Patrick Mahomes has never even been in that position. 
Mm-hmm. Although I assume that's going to happen at some point in his career because the Chiefs can't just keep paying everybody like they are. Right. I am the leader of the – I am the grand marshal of the Chiefs are somehow doing something illegal financially parade. I, I don't know how they keep <laughs> everybody, but that that's my issue with Patrick Mahomes is I think life is a little Ooh. too easy for him, and I don't want to just – I don't want to just give him like like with you with Stafford about winning the Super Bowl on a sack team. I think Mahomes is kind of in the same position. Although I think Mahomes, if we were to do an NFL combine of quarterbacks, I think Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert would be head and shoulders above everybody else. Easily. Uh, although, if you just do throwing drills, I think Aaron Rodgers would be the best at that. But if you yeah. do a full combine of overall athleticism plus throwing ability, then those three are going to rise at the top. And I, I think Burrow would I, probably I think rise highly, up there too. Yeah. Um, now, no, again, we're talking about an NFL combine setting. And by, by the way, I'll say this too. You know who else would be up there, unfortunately, is Cam Newton. Uh, if we – if we nah, that dude's going to duck. That dude has a noodle for an arm now. <laughs> Okay, once upon a time, Ken Newton would have been the the ultimate oh, if you just fun. had – he would have been the ultimate combine player. No way he would – he actually went to the combine. Well, actually, I don't know. Probably. Oh, he did. He did. If well, I, if I was him, I wouldn't have because – He ran a 4.59 at 250 pounds. That's scary. All right, here's a trivia question for you. Uh-oh. Who was the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers the year that they got the number one pick? Uh, it's between two people, uh, Jimmy Clausen or Derek Anderson. Oh, uh, probably well, both. You're probably you probably read about that. Let's uh, let's see if we can look up a 2010 Panthers. I think it's Jimmy Clausen. I I I thought so too, but I, I know that he didn't he didn't start the entire year. Partially because he probably wasn't good. Hmm. They drafted uh, him in the second round that year. All right, we had, it was Jimmy Clausen and it was Matt Moore. Gross. Look yeah, at this that, team. Yeah. That's disgusting. All right, let's see. Well, they had they had Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams, who were once upon a good. time good. All right, yeah. Too bad the Panthers were terrible. Yeah, their leading receiver was Steve Smith with 46 catches and 500. You know, leading, you know who their leading receiver was the year they went to the Super Bowl? I'm pretty sure it was Ted Ginn. Oh, I, I'm not I'm pretty sure, sure it was that, Ted Ginn. Or no, can, it might have been Olsen. The leading receiver, not overall leader in receiving. May have been the best wide receiver. Yeah. Maybe it's Funches. It was Greg Olson with over 1,100 yards. And I'm assuming Ted then Ginn. Then Ted Ginn. Then Ted Ginn and Philly Brown on that team. Then Jericho Cotchery. Gross. Paul at 33 years old. Then Funches, then Philly Brown. Philly Corey Brown. Uh, Cam Newton had 636 rushing yards that year. That's really Pretty good. good. Yeah, I'd say Dude, so. Yeah. That I I swore I I remember that was one of my that was one of my hot takes uh, in the in the school cafeteria that Cam Newton 
was going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Didn't end up that way. Uh, no, it did not. Um, the Hall of Famer? Cam Newton. Are you, wait, are you seriously asking me? Maybe. Or are you, were you being sarcastic? Both. Uh, not a Hall of Famer. I can't. I, he, he, I, there was, he, a, there was a part put of me when... Oh, God. The all-time talent Hall of Fame. Yes, very fair. He's definitely an, a top five all-time talent at quarterback. But um, there was a time, uh, even after the Super Bowl, where I was looking at his rushing stats. I'm like, if he does this for another five to seven years, like, there is a legit argument. Because he is... He's not the greatest running quarterback of all time, but he may have been the most effective in terms of scoring. Yeah, um, and then the next year he rolled out with a, a 52% completion percentage. Pretty good. With, with 19 touchdowns and 14 yards. But let's take a look at his rushing, if I can find it, in 2016. Um, his rushing yards and his rushing touchdowns were pretty much cut in half, so. Uh, was he yeah, hurt? Did he play all every game? Just about, but I, I wouldn't doubt it if he was hurt. I do remember was, watching the first game against the Broncos, and they sucked. Yeah, that that but. didn't go well. Um, the Broncos, you would have thought that Doctor Heat was the defense coordinator of that Broncos team. Really? Yeah, Trevor Simeon was the starter that year. Wow. I just remember. I remember that was the first. That was the Thursday night football game. The first game of the year. Because they used to just rematch the Super Bowl on the first game of the year. Yeah, or uh, or like a conference championship or something. Yeah, it was, I it was the, always a big matchup or big rivalry. Yeah, I remember the Saints and the Vikings did that um, after their NFC championship game. But yeah, that uh, you know that fumble that Cam Newton didn't dive after really haunted him. Listen, I'll go to my <laughs> grave saying. If you look back at that replay, the second he was about to dive, if he dove for that football, he was getting a helmet in the ribs, in the head, in the ass, in the leg, and in the other set of ribs. Like, he was going to get crushed <laughs> if he dove for that fumble. All right, that's that's fine. That's fine, but all I'm saying is the game was on the line. Uh, and, uh, at that point, I think it was pretty clear that they were not going to score on that defense. Because it was what it was, it was what like seventeen to ten at that point in the fourth quarter, with like four minutes left. I don't think they had it, and they were. It was like they would have had to drove drive like eighty five yards. I don't think. Again, like he probably should. At the end of the day, he should, it was a, it's a Super Bowl. He probably should die for that. But if he did, he was going to get killed. Okay, but like it's the last game of the year. I understand. Well. I, I still think that even in a regular season game, you probably should dive for the ball. You should look like you care about the, fi- the about winning the game. But it's always like easier said than done because I have, been, as an offensive lineman, I have been in positions to pick up fumbles, and then I didn't because I'm like, oh well, I'm not going to get that. And then it's <laughs> like, and then like you're watching in the film, it's like, fuck, I probably could have gotten that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, come so on, man. I, I, you're an offensive lineman. Like, you don't get the ball ever. You got to dive into that pile and get your chance. I dove on balls, but there are times where I'm like, eh, I pro- I'm, I'm not going to get that. Let's just let's just. You got to be like the Raiders' offensive lineman. You got to scoop the ball up and start running with it. 
I have never, never in my mind did it ever cross, like, to try and scoop and score. I'm like, I am not athletic enough to do this. What about the Dolphins player who just stuck his hand out there and stole a pass and just said, you know what, this pass was for me. I'm going to go score a touchdown. Listen, I was in no... I was in no position to be scoring touchdowns or making athletic plays. I knew my role. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, you got any more quarterback takes here? We, we, I don't know what you had planned, if you had anything planned. but Not, I, not really much of anything. I, we were going to recap the Super Bowl. We didn't because – did you think the Super Bowl was good? I thought it was really good. I did too. And I thought that – and I, I've said this on the podcast before, not often, but I've, I know that I've said it. Is that low scoring games or low scoring halves? They're fun. They can be good as long as it's the defense making good plays and not the offense just spiking worm killers into the ground right. every time they throw a pass. So I thought that I want to I'm going to give credit to one guy, and I know that he kind of got screwed at the end of the game. Logan Wilson uh, for the Bengals had a fantastic oh, he was, game. He was sensational. He was so good. There was a. a decent stretch in that game where I would have been completely content if he won Super Bowl MVP because he was just making plays. Uh, the, the Rams couldn't run the football. Chris Collinsworth was showing, you know, these look, watch him shoot the gap and he's making a bunch of great plays. Right. Um, I thought that the defense was actually making good plays. There was good tackling. I actually enjoyed the football that was being played despite the fact that the, sto- the scoring it. didn't really kick up until the second half. So, I, I am someone who was a big fan of that Super, Super Bowl. Defense can be exciting, too. And mm-hmm. um, I, I will say this, though. I will say this because you're not going to like this. Uh-oh. I do not understand these people. And I, I know that you have you have a certain wheelhouse of opinions. Sure when do. When it comes to this. And it's, it's basically because I know you're on Twitter a lot. So mm. – Awesome. Your wheel, your wheelhouse of opinions is on Twitter hot button topics. So I got one for you. Uh oh. I do not understand all these people who are saying that that was the greatest halftime show they've ever seen. That was the greatest halftime show I've ever seen. Not, uh, not because that's that's my music. That's that though all those songs are on my playlist and are played often. I love, I love Fifty. I love Dre. I love Snoop Dogg. I'm not like I don't care about Mary J. Blige, but. Kendrick Lamar is one of the few current day rappers I enjoy, and Eminem, as long as it's not from Recovery on, the Recovery album when he got clean and made terrible music. Um, <laughs> I'm glad they stuck to Eminem's strength, the Eight Mile soundtrack. I'm glad they stuck to that. It was a great show. I, it was a great show, just because those are all every single song they played is a classic. Well, hold on, I, I just don't think. think- I don't think that the set list necessarily is the end all be all. I just didn't think that they're like. Uh, the I didn't show think itself that... was okay. Okay, well, all right, that's what I'm talking about. Now, if you just if you were just really jo- joyous about the songs that were played, okay, fine. If those are some of your favorite songs, fine. I'll say this too. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned Kendrick Lamar because that was the one person I saw who was getting a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit of hate, like. I feel like Kendrick Lamar doesn't belong with all of these people who are 20 no. years older than him. No, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's awesome, but he is not. It's just ah, it was it was every song was a hit. It was just, it was great because you know last year was the weekend, and I know the weekend's good. Like I don't hate the weekend, but like yeah, 
like some years where they have like Bruno Mars or like U two. Oh, like Bruno Mars. Was so good. Who the hell wants to listen to U two? Bruno Mars was is always so good with his performances. Oh but yeah, he's a monster. He's a he's a great shows showman. I I really don't like Super Bowl halftime shows that just turn into giant memes. So I, I really did not like the weekend because everyone just posting videos of him trying to run through that maze or whatever he was doing. Yeah, that was weird. There was the Katy Perry sh- dancing sharks that everyone was freaking ah, out was about, great. which is about the only thing that I remember. Um, I remember Lady Gaga. There was the, the pre-recorded her jumping, looking like she was jumping <laughs> off the top of the stadium that. I don't think a lot of people, myself included, at, in the moment realized that that wasn't live. But right. that became a meme. I, I've decided to like meme performances. Timberlake, Timberlake did a good one in many uh, for the Eagles and Patriots. Yes, he's I'm very lo- good. I'm looking through the list right now. Uh, Shakira and J-Lo wasn't very good. I didn't like that one. Um, Maroon 5 did Atlanta. They were all right. Uh, Lady Gaga, Coldplay, sure. Um, <sighs> this is a, the Katy Perry. You want to talk about a lineup? It was Katy Perry featuring Lenny Kravitz, Missy Elliott, and the Arizona State University marching band. I have almost no recollection of that one, but I gotta, I gotta no. go back and watch that. Beyonce, for, the, the Sharks is the only thing I remember. <laughs> With Beyonce. Uh, uh, I remember Beyonce throwing up the like the Illuminati sign at the end. That's right. Uh, there was that. There Tom was Black Eyed Peas. Black Bruce Eyed Springsteen Peas had a uh, Slash come on stage with that. Wait, didn't Usher do one? Usher, he was in it recently. I, I don't think he was the main act. I think he was with the Black Eyed Peas. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. It was him. CeeLo Green may have been a part of that one oh, too. Brother. Who cares? Uh, yeah, he's a he's very much the first one. Let's see, let's see these old ones. The first one was the University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band. Oh, it's a bunch of marching bands. Boo! Who's the first like performer? Um, this this was not the first performance, but I I believe that this was this started the trend of. Big, big, big time Super Bowl halftime shows. It was either 83 or 93. I think 93. It was the Michael Jackson one. Because, oh, uh, that, yeah, that was 93 at the Rose Bowl. Oh, I'm sure that was, uh, that was a performance. He didn't Rose, even play Thriller. Rose Bowl or Coliseum? Rose Bowl. That's what Wikipedia is telling me. He didn't uh, even well, play if Thriller. If you're looking at Wikipedia, then I trust you. <laughs> Listen, I, Wikipedia has never been wrong, so I don't want to hear it. I'm a big reader of Wikipedia. so I, I, Listen, I, I read Wikipedia every day. Okay, before we go, did you pay attention at all to the commercials? Because they all suck. Except for the Sopranos one. I like that one. Just cause I, 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 I didn't really. The only one that I liked was the Larry David one, which. I don't remember that one. Uh, What's the one I, where it was Peyton, like Peyton Manning, Serena Williams, and they were all bowling? What was that? I don't that even, one? I don't even know what these what these are. Uh, like, what's the ad for? I don't even remember. No, uh, I, I, I remember the coin base one. 
with the QR code. And I, it will be a cold day in hell before I scan a QR code because <laughs> I just don't care. Um, yeah. There was uh, the Sopranos one, obviously, because I was just sitting there and I was, look, I was scrolling through my phone and I heard the Sopranos theme and I looked up because I was intrigued. Mm-hmm. But that was the only one I really remembered. Yeah, I will. Uh, like, I, I I just was not paying attention. I fully no. admit. My uh, commercial game this year was not very good. I was not paying attention. I, I was didn't care at all. I was frequently leaving the room during the uh, during the uh, commercials. Right. Uh, but overall, I just I really enjoyed the game. I think that the, the I think it was kind of a, a BS for BS trade as far as the flags go with the D Higgins touchdown versus the Logan Logan Wilson hold. Um, yeah. I also think that Logan Wilson does not get called for holding if that ball is on on the Rams' own 40-yard line opposed to Probably. the goal line. I yeah. think that I, – I, I'm not going to say that the refs were on the take or anything like that, but I do think there was a little bit of a – well, you know, the Rams are about to take the lead. This is a big moment. I don't want to screw the Rams out of – because the game is so offensive-minded nowadays, I feel mm-hmm. like refs are almost thinking, I would be screwing the Rams with a no-call opposed to I will be screwing the Bengals by throwing a flag. I feel like the offense, is, uh, there's just this natural this natural sort of internal feeling and thought as observers of football that the offense gets the benefit of the doubt just because we're all we talk – Notice that we didn't spend any time talking today about the best middle linebackers in the NFL and where, no. does, Fre- where does Fred Warner rank? We're all – it's completely offensive-minded. So I, I, I don't think that – now, there, I, I have completely leaned into the joke of, like, the NFL is scripted and, you know, how, no, how, how perfect that the Steelers made the playoffs because, oh, the, you know, everyone's following the script. The Jaguars beat the Colts and – the Chargers and Raiders almost went to a tie, but they didn't. Oh, perfectly on script. So I've been I've been throwing around the script joke with the NFL a little bit, but um, that I'm I don't want to say that that was scripted, but I do think there was a little bit of the NFL. Uh, let me put it to you this way, okay? I think Roger Goodell was very happy he threw that flag because then the, the Rams had a chance to score the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, that's the flag, though. Is just it, I, I, I was a Rams better. I didn't win the bet. I actually ended up, I, I hit two of like my eight bets during the Super Bowl, and I came up like three hundred dollars positive. Uh, what so, are your units on those bets? It was um, the one I hit. Um, I was heavy on Odell Beckham Jr. I had him anytime touchdown score. I had his over on receiving yards. I had him MVP. And then I had um, – I had – Bovada was doing, obviously, some specials. And they had uh, an Odell Beckham Jr. anytime touchdown Rams money line parlay plus 1,000. So I won big there. That's where I made most of my money. But Odell was, like, going to be the MVP if he didn't get hurt. And he finished like ten yards shy of his receiving prop. Yeah, he. Uh, there were a lot of guys who had money on him, and 
there was I, I wonder what would have happened because he may have he may have won Super Bowl MVP and I would have I would not have been who's able the, to handle Sorry, who's the old crab that they had flipping the coin? Billie Jean King? Yep. I need her arrested. I we can't have That was an all time coin flip. She she that was not a coin toss, that was a coin flip. Her her My revolution I can't have, the RPM I can't have somebody... on that coin flip was immaculate. I can't have somebody who's extended 95% of their life flipping a coin. I can't have it. Oh, Billie Jean is not 95. And I said 95% were... of her life. She's in the back 5%. Uh, well, I blocked her know. on Twitter. I can't have it. <laughs> All I'm saying is that it was a hell of a coin flip. Now, I, even if she's old, all right, she did not show any signs of brittle bones or weak muscles because she, you saw a lot of rotation, all right? There were a lot of revolutions, as they call it, in that coin mm. toss. Flip. It was a true flip. There was all Good kinds of flipping up. A weighted that coin is incredible. what I'm Incredible. I think we're playing with a weighted coin. How mad do you think Jerry Jones was at the when he was watching the end of the Super Bowl? And Roger Goodell said to Sand Crocky, you built the world's greatest stadium, and then you won a Super Bowl in it. Jerry hmm. Jones is sick. <laughs> I, loved, I loved how Cro- or What's-His-Nuts was wearing the, the shirt that said, fuck them picks at the Super Bowl parade. Speaking of the I, Super Bowl parade, is that lady still alive that fell off the stage? Uh, I didn't even know. I, I, all I saw were pictures of Basically, nobody at the Super Bowl parade. It looked so like what happened? they didn't even go to a cool neighborhood or anything. No, nah, so they had a photographer, uh, and they were I, – I don't know if she was taking a picture or just talking to Matt and Kelly Stafford. But all of a sudden, she just drops. Like, she falls off the stage. And, like, Matt and Kelly Stafford are like, holy shit. And then Matt Stafford, without hesitation, just turns around and walks away. And, <laughs> Matt and Kelly Stafford's like, oh, my God. Let me, let me look this up. Oh, my God. She broke her spine? That's bad. Jesus Christ. Oh, I bet Matt Stafford's getting flamed on Twitter. Why didn't <laughs> you help her? Matt Stafford was so drunk. Yeah, he uh, he was on he was on some TV 12. Mmm. That TV 12 vodka. Exactly. So, um... Did you see, speaking of quarterbacks, did you see the, the little Patrick Mahomes, Brittany Matthews incident at the Texas Tech basketball game last night? That is such a – the poor – poor Patrick, man. I, <laughs> he's doing nothing. It's just, just, you know, it's high school sweetheart. He gets a little fame, and she becomes insufferable. Oh, I thought you were going to say that uh, how poor how poor are they – for having to be scrutinized by social media, but th- yeah, they did not look- and prayers. Yeah, he um, he put out a tweet and said like, "Oh, lol, people are weird. Love you, babe," and tagged her and stuff. But somebody yeah. did a. They tried to lead uh, read Brittany Brittany Mahomes Matthews, whatever her name is now, lips, and it sounded like, or it looked like he's she said to the person next to him like, Patrick said, "Stop having a resting bitch face" or something like that. That's what it looked like she said. Yeah, that kind of made Patrick look like a little bit of a jerk when she, when she said that's definitely what yeah. she said. Oh yeah, that's that oh, man. That's such a wild. It's just shut up. Just 
I wonder. I, I would just pay to see hear the conversations after his wife goes by. Are they married? No, but they, they have a kid. They may. May is the kid born? Be engaged. Yeah, yes. yeah, he's born. They may be engaged. Possibly. I, they they have to be engaged. But um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I would just love to hear the conversations whenever she goes viral, like at home. Like spraying yeah. champagne on fans and shit. <laughs> yeah, and they call in Jackson for a family meeting. Did they really? No, I was just saying, like hypothetically, oh. that's what that's what that's what I would do. What a yeah, Patrick Mahomes got an interesting life. He got way too many problems for being that rich. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you want to duck out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here. All right. I have no idea what we're going to talk about next week. Um, the NBA. I've been heavy on the NBA. When is the NBA All-Star game? I do want to this see weekend. that. I think they're... Oh, it is? Let's go. Yeah. I think they started because the All-75 the... or whatever? Are, are they going to have the, 75, the top 75 players of all time there? That's a good question. Uh, it's in Cleveland. But um, <laughs> I was pissed because – Inside the NBA, they're doing a live show at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame tonight, and me and my buddy were going to go, but apparently it was a raffle system. I'm still debating if I want to, like, drop 50 bucks and go watch the All-Star practice on Saturday morning, because that would be kind of a cool thing to go see. But Because um, I was hoping that, like, All-Star Saturday tickets were going to be manageable price. They're not, obviously, because mm-hmm. that's something I desperately wanted to go to. But... um Tell you what, if I did not go to the home run derby, if I did not spend the majority of my wealth on the home run derby tickets, I would I would probably have fit the bullet and went this weekend. Man, that's a that would be a, a, quite the experience. Yeah. I, I can, it, okay, I'll just watch it from home. You think you'll live? Yeah, there, there's there's a little bug going around anyway. I don't want to catch it. Oh yeah, Corona never heard of her. I just uh, I, I don't even have my booster shot yet. I was supposed to get it, and then I got COVID, and then I just forgot about it. It's a good reminder. Yeah, I I, I don't want to act like COVID doesn't exist, but I've I've like almost I don't know. I just haven't gotten my booster solely out of forgetting. Not I had because, to, like, like I was going to get it, and I got COVID, and I obviously couldn't go get it. The only days I was sick, too, were Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and that was bullshit. Um, yeah, man, this is how it happened for our family, too. It was like clockwork. Last year, it was Christmas and New Year's were the two holidays that we basically had COVID through. And then this year, it was my sister and one of my parents. I think it was my dad. Um, he also had COVID. Pretty good. But, yeah, so they had it at the exact same time, but somehow the rest of the family dodged it. But anyway, um, yeah. All right, well, whatever, whatever's happening in Cleveland, um, hopefully there's not some giant outbreak, whatever. Uh, but regardless, I'm going to be watching because I think that there's supposed to be some sort of ceremony or at least they'd be smart to do that because I know that they made a big deal about having having the um, all 75 or the 75 All-NBA season, whatever. So uh, I'll definitely be keeping up with what's going on in Cleveland with the All-Star game. I know DJ will, too, and uh, mm-hmm. he can 
He could be our live reporter on the scene, helping us out and telling us any cool stories. If, uh, if, uh, well, hey, man, you never know. If there's, uh, if there are any Alvin Kamaras in the NBA, we need you reporting. Oh, all right. Yeah. Hey. I got you, my ear to the ground. If James, exactly Harden, right. if James Harden was going to be coming into town, I would, I know where to look. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. There are, uh, I saw somebody tweet that there are a bunch of celebrities that are staying in a hotel right on a street where there's a bunch of strip clubs. So that's interesting. Like outside, hey, hey. not, not in downtown Cleveland, like in Brook Park, which is where I'm at right now. All right, well, well, uh, we're going to stay tuned with that, and we will catch you guys next week where we will actually be talking about the NBA likely. Yep. Uh, until then, everybody take care. Yep. Peace.